the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media production. That's right, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Focus Radio Hour. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Become a member of the No Focus Radio Club at nofocusradio.com. There you can get exclusive content and merch. Find us on Instagram, find us on Twitter, and on Facebook. Our handle is at nofocusradio. You can also find the rest of Light of Mind Media's radio shows at lightofmindmedia.com. Take it away, Eric. I got no more. There we go, boy. That's what I got to do. <laughs> Gonna hit the ground running. 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 Running just as fast as I can. Take it, Stu. Running. 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 <laughs> oh. Running. You guys running sound good. Just as fast as I can. <laughs> My gosh, you guys sound really, yeah, really been, good. We practice, we practice every day. Oh, it's smoke. Smoke's great. <laughs> this is the No Focus Radio Hour. It is the only radio hour made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, and for those who... Long to breathe smoke in the morning in the Fresno Valley. That's right, as always. I want to find this Fresno Valley. (laughs) Sounds exciting. We have our beautiful cast of characters, as always. You know, starting with Mr. Fresno Valley, we have Marty Stupidasso. Hey, you know, we're doing these uh, in the morning now, and it's really hard, because every time I drive here, I see garage sale, estate sale, yard sale, and I want to stop so bad, but I have some place I have to be, so... <laughs> I need that to follow me around all my life. <laughs> that, that, that's when you wake up in the morning, right? That's how I feel too when I wake up. Well, you know that. So we're we're kind of cutting into your yard sale time here. Yeah, but it's great Ooh. to be with you guys. I love this. Yeah. yeah, you know how many mannequins are getting sold out there? Oh, though? shut up! Shut oh up. my goodness, so many. They're all just get, that, that they're getting Marty's so quick. over here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're on discount. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm playing with my new soundboard. We got a new toy it's it's going to be really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's fun. It is fun. We also have with us Eric the Doorman. Hey, I recently, I was telling you guys a little bit about this earlier. I switched from uh, Android to iPhone, and what a nightmare that is. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Don's here. Don's coming in now. (laughs) That's that's what I want to do with my iPhone. Uh, You know, I've had iPhone before. I like it. I like them both. I like both the platforms. But just getting uh, uh, apps and and information transferred between the two is a complete, a complete and utter nightmare. So, oh yeah, that's not fun. Do you have a screaming? uh, Oh, a a little scream. Do you have a scream uh, sound effect there? uh, Oh, I'm sure I can find one. I just gotta know how to find it. I mean, something like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's me. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right, we also have with us Mr. Don Schlicks. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back with you, and I'm excited because it's smoky outside, and I love breathing smoke. <coughs> oh, you got to love that smoke. <laughs> um, there's so much smoke out there today. This morning, I woke up, and I walked outside. And yes. your ball smelled like smoke. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I said, oh my gosh, look, it's overcast. Maybe we'll have rain. And then I realized, nope. No, it's just all the smoke. Yeah. Then you see the big uh, orange oh. sun up in the sky. Yeah, it's a nuclear, nuclear winter again, once again in Fresno, like every summer now. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's speak, bad. Speaking of Fresno, behind the board, we have our very own Johnny Knobs. Hello. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Why do they call you Johnny Knobs? Interestingly enough, I got that name back in high school because in about seven, in, uh, was it like ninth or 10th grade, I was famous for controlling the volume. That's why they call me Johnny Knox. Um. Wow, nice. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. Wow. You know what's funny is that every time it seems like, uh, I, I think there's a pattern here. It seems like every time our uh, uh, unrecalled governor opens his mouth, uh, California starts burning again. <laughs> Yeah. I'm supposed to be game over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop. I'll for stop. For California, this. that's what it is, I yeah. guess. Yeah, every time, though. Isn't it true? Because it's like every time now, he comes out with all these mandates, and yeah. uh, now California's on fire again. We got more smoke. It was just like clearing up. The do- when the tail wags the dog, it's like he's creating other stories to hide all of his other things. Yeah, to hide, hide the, the inferno that California has, yeah, has all become. The, all the ridiculous new mandates he comes out with. He goes, oh, they don't like it. Let's start another fire. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they can't see it, right? Yeah. Maybe they can't. They can't breathe. Coughing. They can't complain. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. You know, every time people are getting sick of them, you just start a fire, and, you know. Yeah, now we're not saying he's actually doing it. But, well, uh, he has not, a special team. But we're just saying, you know, it could be a distraction. Well, I'm also saying there's no proof he's not doing it. Oh! Yeah, just saying. I also yeah. never received confirmation that my ballot got can- uh, counted. In the I never recall. did either. Oh, I hey, I got no. an interesting story to follow up on that, uh, Stu. So, anyway, I was talking to my dad. You're Stu now? <laughs> I mean, Stu, sorry, Don. Uh, Don, I was talking to, I know, it's, it's Saturday. It's, Come on, it's in the morning. What are we talking about here? Okay, anyway, haven't had my coffee. Don. Talking to my dad, I said, "Hey, did uh, did you get you know your your ballot counted?" And uh, he goes, "Yeah, yeah, oh, I got I got notification." I go, "Oh, interesting." He go, well, you know, I was talking to some friends uh, during the podcast, and and none of us got any indication our ballot got counted. He goes, "Hmm." He goes, uh, "Well, are you voting Democrat?" I go, "Well, no." He goes, "Well, that's probably why." So come to find out, my dad votes Republican, but he's registered a Democrat. Huh. Ah, so see, that's the trick. So I think we all have to uh, register Democrat, and then we can vote Republican. Actually, pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says, and the reason he said to uh, uh, to quote him, he's like, I'm just too lazy. So, you know, back in the day, you know, his parents were Democrat, and he just went Democrat, and he just was too lazy to ever change it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So that's the secret. Californians out there, register. Everybody needs to register mm. Democrat immediately, mm. <laughs> immediately, <laughs> and then and then vote whoever you want. But yeah, that's a uh, so ballots not getting counted. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, tell you guys what. So there's all this bad air. There's a lot of bad air out there right now, and um, you know. I understand air is bad. It's so bad that they had to push back the football game to eight o'clock at night. Is that real? For really? Canon, yeah. Does the air get better at 8 o'clock at night? Apparently, it's enough where you could actually see the players on the field. So oh. Or well, just you can't see the smoke anymore because the sun's gone. Yeah. All the light's gone in the sky. Too, but yeah. they had to push it back to 8 o'clock at night. Wow. Is, you know, it usually starts around like 6-ish. But you're yeah. oh, I was just saying. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just talking about speaking of bad air. I'm just yeah. kind of making a, a a transition here as best I can. Uh, so Fresno considers a ban on smoking inside rental apartments or condos. Um, I I don't know. This is an interesting one for me, actually. 
Okay. And and I'm I'm um two parts of me are are dealing with this. One of it is is that you know, there's just so much regulation. It's like, well, if people want to smoke, let them smoke. I get it. But then I thought, but you know what? That does suck because if you're raising a kid upstairs in an apartment and all that smoke is going into uh, the house, you're also getting all the secondhand smoke and tar mm. against your, you know, your will. Um, so I just want to kind of wanted to hear what everybody else's thoughts were because it's going to ban cigarettes, vaping, marijuana, and cigar smoking indoors. Um what I find interesting, though, is this. It has nothing to do with um, people, like, <laughs> this is great. It has nothing to do with the safety of, like, your neighbors. It has to do with, um, let me just read this here, um, air quality. That's why they're doing it, and I find I find that interesting. What, in gen- general air quality? Is that it what they're says, saying here? Uh, this is uh, a representative, uh, Maxwell, Tyler Maxwell says, people already suffer from respiratory issues from factors outside of their control, such as bad air quality. Um, so it's kind of his thing is it has to do with air quality. Um, so I don't know. What, do, what are you guys' so, thoughts on this? It's kind well, of well, if you're going to take that, that argument, then shouldn't you just ban cars? Shouldn't you ban trains? That's a good point. Shouldn't you ban anything that's going to come through the valley uh, that produces some type of pollution? Right, it's interesting. Yeah. Like also, if you are, <clears throat> excuse me, also if you're renting an apartment, um, smoke permeates everything. So you would have to, you know, when they move out, you'd have to rip up the carpet and repaint the entire apartment to get, and maybe you'd get rid of that smoking smell. Okay. Yeah. Well, but but you could you could have. See, that's the thing, right? That's always been. That's the funny thing. It's always been the argument. You could say, listen, if you want to have a non-smoking apartment or, you know, a complex, as an owner of a complex, you can do that, right? You can make it, and that is your choice. See, we're getting down to choices Mm -hmm. now. But when you have the, uh, is this the city or county? This would be the uh, city. So if you have the city coming in telling that, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that, then now you have no choice. I mean... Why shouldn't smokers have a choice to rent an apartment that people want to rent to them as yeah. well as non-smokers? I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's kind of what I was get, I was thinking as well. It's, uh, there's this whole idea of choice. But once you really get down back to eliminating regulations and things, you do get to these areas where you can really figure it out based on just letting people choose. So yeah. if you're an apartment owner, you can build whatever one building for smokers only, you know, like, Hey, all you smokers, here you go. You don't even have to buy cigarettes because everybody's smoking around you. You're going to get all the nicotine you need. Well, and, and that, and I think that stuff kind of uh, works itself out, right? In other right. words, if you have a lot of people in your apartment building and if there's people smoking in there and other people don't want to deal with it, if some majority move out, then you say, okay, well then I guess I have to go no smoking because right. the majority of people moved out. Or if the majority complained to the apartment complex yeah, and I say, mean, hey, look, you got to put a no smoking deal in here or put a smoking place outside, like hotels, right? There's smoking yeah. areas outside. But see, also, it's just the politicians believe that us as citizens are just demented children who need to be monitored and regulated. It's true. And unfortunately, you have other adults who want to be taken care of and don't want to make their own decisions, so they act like demented children mm. and ask the government, hey, can you come do something to help us? You know, because yeah. we're all just demented children who aren't adults and can't take care of ourselves. Well, That's a good point. Yeah. We're, we're into an interesting time, uh, I think. With I hate with interesting this. times. Well, it seems like we can't get out of these interesting times uh, because you know everything is being told. I mean, we're being mandated for everything. You know, they're they're basically government is becoming uh, mommy and daddy, and they're going to tell us children how to live and what's the right. best for us. 
So choice is is really going out the window. I don't think there's a choice anymore. Also, too, you know, I don't think they've ever actually proven that secondhand smoke has actually killed anybody, right? Now, there's, hmm. they, they've proven that people maybe have had some illnesses that could be related to smoking and maybe loosely tied to secondhand smoke. But has anybody ever, have they ever actually proved it? Because we've all seen that commercial, right? That one commercial where the guy's smoking in the apartment and somehow the smoke, just the smoke itself, it doesn't dissipate in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It just goes right in the vent and it goes right up the, it goes about three floors. It's and like about a predator. It goes four, right yeah, exactly. It, yeah, about two two apartments over and it comes out right where the little baby is in the crib. Yeah, it's like an interesting. ghost. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> this comes from the CDC. So, I mean, you know, take it as, as it is, you know, who knows. They said that secondhand smoke, a combination of smoke from the burning end of a cigarette and the smoke breathed out by smokers. Um, let's see here. Uh, there is a no-risk-free level of secondhand smoke. Even brief exposure uh, can be harmful. They say secondhand smoke causes nearly 34,000 premature deaths from heart disease each year from people who do not smoke. Based on? Uh, that's the thing. They don't have much. So that's interesting. I don't know. See, well, what are they basing these numbers on? That's, that's always, you know, Don always says, let's talk about the facts. What, where are they getting these facts from? I don't know. That's interesting. But I mean, Probably I don't know. I can't four imagine out of five it's... dentists who recommend <laughs> Crest toothpaste. I can't imagine that secondhand smoke is is good for you. No, know? I don't think I it's mean, good for uh, you. But but here, I don't think the forest burning uh, uh, all summer long is good for us I either. Think it's worse for us because there's know? a lot of particulate matter. That yeah, you know, that's a good one. Let's let's do some follow up on it. I'm going to do some research, and we'll okay. come back next week. Okay, so we'll get some rats, and we'll yeah. start smoking and breathing smoke. I had someone the rat's tell faces. me that um, the air quality is so bad that if you smoke filtered cigarettes, you're actually getting cleaner air. <laughs> yeah, so we should all be smoking filtered that cigarettes. Yeah, you know what? Though. I wonder if we could just get like you'll you'll find the 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 little uh, butts of the cigarettes on the on just the ground, the filters, right? Just yeah. get the filter and yeah. just use that to breathe through. Stick Maybe. them up your nose. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we're getting cleaner air that way. Even the tar in the filter. Mm-hmm. That's stuck yeah. in there is Probably still helps filter out the particulate matter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's it's a question of a lot of things. You know, it's it's it goes back to you know where are these figures coming from? It's a question of choice. Yeah, going back to the original. I mean, do you think Max? Bottom line, do you think they should do it or not? Uh, no, I I don't think I don't. I'm against most regulation. I feel that things work itself out if done correctly. Um, I I the more I think about things, and there'll be issues. I'm trying to think of like. Um, like when we have the talk about sports, you know, should college athletes get sponsorships and things like that? Mm-hmm. And it all came down to they're regulating it. They want to say that it's okay. And before they said it wasn't. But really, it comes down to something very simple. If you take out the beginning, all the beginning regulations of it, which was like, um, you know, certain, then they regulated scholarships or how scholarships can be used or how certain students can get scholarships, but you can't double dip into a scholarship if you're getting academic but you can if there's sports the thing was if you really just eliminated all the beginning regulations it Mm. works itself out because when it comes down to it if you eliminate that stuff then school becomes about grades again and then you can just say yeah if you want to get a sponsorship that's cool but you know if you don't have good grades you're going to get kicked out of college however we then built all these regulations in so eventually we got stuck at well do we let students have sponsorships or not and then the question is yeah but if they have sponsorships they're not going to be good students and it's like yeah but that wouldn't be a problem if we 
eliminated all the stuff previously. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, I think if I really spent some time, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about this, but if we really got into it, I almost guarantee you that there are certain regulations that led up to this point in the first place mm. that had said, hey, there has to be certain people who can, or there's certain, you know, smoking rules or, and I almost guarantee you, like you said, if you get rid of stuff, it'd work itself out because then somebody could just say, um, hey, this is my apartment building, and I'm going to kick you out if you smoke or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, and, and here's, the, here's the other thing, too, I just thought of. You know, it's another way, though. It's, it's another in. And what I mean by that is that, okay, so let's say, you know, somebody is, is complaining to, because they say they're going to, at first they're going to be lenient, and they're, then they're going to start handing out fines, mm-hmm. right? Of course, there's always fines to this. So let's just say somebody, somebody is, uh, let's say this guy's apartment complex has been inspected already and it's passed. But let's say, man, six months down the road, somebody complains about smoke in there. So you have a government official can come in and inspect for smoke, right? Right. But then while they're in there, they're saying, oh, wait a minute. Uh, that battery, wait, is that, is that, is that uh, smoke mm. alarm working? Is this working? Is there faucets working? Now all of a sudden they make it into a, a complete inspection of the apartment. Right, right, right. So That's I think it's a way that they can get in. I mean, I've heard this many times where people have come even – uh, you know, people have set up solar panels and different things. They've they've come to be inspected for those, but then the uh, inspector has said, "Oh, well, you know, I see other stuff around your property that doesn't come up to code." Mm. So then, so another, you see what I'm saying? It's yep. a way to kind of get your foot in the door, and then once you're in there, now all of a sudden you can see all this other stuff, and then there are all these fines can be levied. You know, <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe the city should just kind of take care of itself, like fix their parking garage uh, doors. <laughs> if you guys have seen what? this. No, oh, we got to see this. Let's hear this. It says, this is from uh, Fox 26. Okay. They say, uh, it's Friday and you're ready to get out. Just one problem. This is actually a poorly written article. Get out of what? It's Friday and you're ready to get out. Just one problem. The gate to the parking garage won't open. That's what happened to a bunch of people Friday afternoon in downtown Fresno. So apparently the parking garage off Broadway and Fresno Street near the courthouse, mm. there was about 50 to 100 or so vehicles trapped inside the garage because the only way out was a single roll-up gate oh, that nice. was broken. So <laughs> they were stuck in there for hours. I guess all these people tried to get out. Um and they just couldn't. They had to wait for a forklift to come open this thing oh up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know who they could have called was your door guy. Yeah, oh. Tony. Tony Garage Doors. Tony, 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 Tony Garage Doors. He would have come and flexed his guns for them. and Yeah, just, it would have been He awesome. probably would have just opened that thing with his bare yeah. uh, arms, huh? Hi, this is Max. I just wanted to let you know about Tony's Garage Doors. He flexes his guns and he fixes your doors. So give him a call. Just Google his number. He'll come out and get your parking garage gate right open for you. <laughs> Anyways. Nice. Nice little promo there. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, it. But I agree uh, about you talking about how articles are poorly written. Because I'm yeah. coming across like headlines that just make absolutely no sense. Like this one today. It says, Texas man chased down carjacker who allegedly dragged woman to her death with baseball bat. Oh. oh what does that mean? Exactly. How do you wow. drag someone to death with a baseball bat? Well, she wouldn't let go. What is he supposed to do? I don't know, but it was <laughs> like, what What are you doing? Maybe this was another a baseball bat. They were talking about this one serial killer who confessed to a murder, but they were talking about how this is what they wrote. A uh, 59-year-old man found dead had been a trainee before becoming a police officer and later retiring, so he was found dead, right? 
But in the next sentence, it says he was summoned by police on the 24th September to give DNA uh, sample five days later. Uh, his wife reported him missing, but he was found dead. What? what? You get it? First sentence talks about how he's found dead. Then they summons him to the police station for DNA. And then his wife says he's missing. That's bad. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. All the writing is just like, and that's from a BBC article. Uh, they really from the BBC. It's bad. I, I just pulled up some of the worst, you know, headlines. Just some bad headlines here. Um, this is a headline. Um, it says homicide victims rarely talk to police. Yeah. yeah. Homicide victims, right? It says we hate math. Say four in ten, a majority of Americans. <laughs> 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 uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> This is a breathing oxygen linked to staying alive. This is classic, right? Oh my gosh. Here's a good one. Statistics show that teen pregnancy drops off significantly after age 25. (laughs) These aren't real. They are real. People are They just like it. They forgot how to write. (laughs) China may be using C to hide its submarines. Oh my gosh. That's not not real. Genius. Yeah, this is a uh, the federal agents. They raid gun shop and find weapons. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is back. This oh is a good gosh. one. This is an ex- this is exclusive to all newspapers. This is about a princess Diana. Ooh. Diana was still alive hours before she died. <laughs> it's great, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the man news- kills himself and runs away. Man kills himself and runs away. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, a nuclear explosion would be a disaster. <laughs> That's a headline. That is crazy. <laughs> this one just came up. Think of a headline. 56 point bold headline. They forgot to change the headline on that one. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, God, it's bad. Um, <laughs> bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs. <laughs> uh, these are just example of stupid headlines. The ones yeah. that... That Stu was talking about, like, don't even make sense. You have right. to read it six times yeah. to yeah. try to figure out what this idiot was trying to say in his headline. Exactly, because yeah. I, I read it several times going, this is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Oh, my sense. gosh. Ugh, it's bad. It's bad. The news, is, I think, is in general. And, and we have to trust the news, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, We can Lordy. now, because before it was all fake news, but now it's all real news, I guess. Magically. Yeah, with the new administration. Yes, with yes. the change, it just becomes now. Right. Nobody is... Nobody it's all real news oh god it's bad out there yeah um (laughs) uh so here's kind of a cool thing guys fresno i mean we like to travel here we have a new um air service coming to fresno another one yeah this used to be called express jet airlines they're launching a uh, a new short non-stop flights between fresno and reno tahoe um, just nonstop back and forth. Flights are starting at only forty nine dollars either way, which means you can get round trip for under a hundred bucks. To Reno, yeah, or Tahoe, yeah. So just Fresno to Reno and Tahoe, and that's it. Yeah, what's wrong? It's a uh, beautiful, beautiful area this time of year. Well, Tahoe, yeah, sure. So I mean, it's the, you know, you can go out there for Burning Man. There's you know, hot August nights, the Reno Rodeo, the Lake Tahoe Shakespeare Festival. Um, the great Reno balloon races, Ooh. a lot of stuff. Have you guys ever been to those? Any um, of those? No, I've been to Reno once. Yeah, I've been to Reno a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys probably used to go on your bus, right? Yeah, my parents. That's yeah, right. their, their travel business. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I, I'm always excited about Fresno getting more places like this because it just gives mm. you one more adventure. You know, 
It gives you one more place you can you can just go. AHA is literally all they do is fly to Reno. That's the name, now that's the name of the place. We didn't we didn't discuss the name. It's called AHA. It stands Aha. for Air Hotel Adventure. AHA. Oh. That's the name of the airline or the airline. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Aha is a leisure brand by ExpressJet Airlines. Okay. Aha seeks to provide travelers in smaller communities, many who have many who have seen air service reduced over the past decade through airline mergers. They provide us with convenient, short, nonstop flights to high-quality destinations, like Reno. Hmm. It's literally all they do is Reno. So, Do they have a drink service, or does the lady just run down the aisle throwing peanuts at you? I don't even know if they give you peanuts. They just dump water on you. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, you for know, that price. Say the bathroom's closed. Just hold it. We'll be landing soon. Well, you know, sometimes these, uh, I don't know, if th- would this be considered a budget airline? I, uh, I think so. I think so at this uh, point. With, you know, the thing is, though, when, when you're flying in the air, uh, air travel, I don't know if if I want to hear budget anywhere near that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if they call it budget. They're not calling themselves budget. Okay. Yeah. In fact, they call themselves, let's read that again. They call themselves a leisure brand leisure by Express brand. Jet. Yeah, a leisure. So 40, leisure $49 to fly to. Now, that's a great price. Great price, right? But uh, almost seems a little too good. Well, know? they then, I mean, they charge you an additional 30 bucks for a carry-on. Oh. Um, so, I mean, it gets, you know, there's a lot if of you things. you want a cushion on your chair, it's extra money. Oh, have you guys oh, yeah. Have you guys flown the, the, the ones without the cushions, the big, the hard plastic seats? Oh no, I I was joking. Oh they yeah, really so for, yeah, <laughs> oh, my um, we wow, my dad and I was at Frontier, who goes to Chicago back and forth. Okay, they did nonstop in Fresno. Um, yeah. It's literally you know those old plastic swoopy chairs that you sat in as a kid in school. Yeah, yeah, it's those. It's oh, that sort. Horrible. It's just like, a like hard your, plastic. Yeah, your butt would be numb. Yeah, you sit there all day. That's in all class it was. And, and we were like, no wonder this is so cheap. Oh Jeez. my god! Yeah, they charge you for anything. They're, they give you water, and that's pretty much it. Next, we'll be flying like um, when they were evacuating people from Afghanistan. <laughs> they were all just in the cargo hold, sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be flying like that, holding so we'll be, on to the sides, yeah, yeah. holding on to the landing gear. For your kids, yeah. you just like holding on. Yeah. To them. hold on to the landing gear, son. Ah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. let go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, this is, let's talk, uh, let's see here. Uh, Don brought up a story. I didn't, hey, Don. I didn't know about this. This is a Governor Newsom. Do uh, we'll open up this one. But you got this one, uh, Don? What He's is this? He's full of good ideas, this he governor. Is. Let's, let's hear. What do you got? <laughs> Can't say it with a straight face. Yeah, let's go. Here you go. He signed a series of police reform bills to address law enforcement Misconduct, and it would strip officers of their badges um, for a range of things. Um, you just scrolled up too far. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. This is not the article I read. It, they had, like, bullet points of what it it, it did. But oh, here, I'll, I'll, bring up, I'll bring up another one. Let's see what we got here. Maybe it was this one. You said it was a bullet point. So they, like, if... Uh, um. If officers do certain things, they're just they're going to lose their badge just immediately. Or yeah, because um, see, one of the things they they never address is they need to have more training, more you know requirements for police instead of just punishing them. Yeah, you know they need to educate and you know well, train them properly. Police are not supposed to be social uh, services, but yeah. that's what they've become now. Right, because it used to be you would have a policeman in a neighborhood. And he yeah. would be that neighborhood's policeman. He would know all the people there. He would, um, you know, they would know him. 
And so he would knew, know all the trouble people, and they were the, like the lead person when they go into that neighborhood. Yeah, it's part of it. So he signed but a bunch of doing bills. That. They just have them patrol random areas. Yeah, different ones all the time. Yeah, you even, nobody yeah, knows anybody. Yeah, so some of these aren't too bad. Uh, officers need to – the he raises the age from 18 to 21. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, um, it uh, prohibits certain restraints, um, and it – uh, requires cops to intervene in situations where police officers are using ex- uh, excessive force. Um, it expands on what police mis- misconduct records are allowed to be released under California law. And also keep in mind, those are just the additional bills. The big one is the bill two SB two. So he has additional bills in there. Um, I don't know what's in all of this here. What is the SB two? Um, that's kind of the big one. Let's see. In addition, new laws set statewide standards on law enforcement's use of rubber bullets and tear gas. Um, they have, they're restricting rubber bullets and tear gas for crowd control. Um, so what are they supposed to do instead? Just be like, people, please back away. See, why don't they use paintball? Because that way you hit them with a the paintball, the paint explodes on them, and they're marked. That's actually brilliant. Like super-powered, like high-powered paintball yeah, guns. And those are hurt like... like Glow in the Heck, dark, man. you know. Oh, and you can spot them. Yeah, you spot them, you shoot them. It's on their clothes. You could find them easy. Plus, they got bruises from the dang paintball. I'd rather be shot, you know, with a rubber bullet sometimes than a paintball mm. gun. Yeah, mm. that's true. Because rubber bullet, you know, you still don't see who was out there. Paintball gun. Also, uh, they make paintball guns, the bullets that ha- are filled with tear gas. Is that uh, real? Dog the Bounty Hunter used to use them in his show. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Dude. Yeah, and he so because he, he did, couldn't carry a weapon because he had, you know, convictions. So uh, he wow. would carry paintball guns full of tear gas and just oh unload them on these people, and they would just be all crying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were crying because he made him feel bad. You know, no. when they get him back in the car, right. and he's talking to him, he's like, you exactly. know what you did is something wrong. <laughs> and I thought he was crying. They were crying because of that. But like, after oh, they I felt seen sorry. Where they get, you know, their eyes are all crying. They'd wash out their eyes and buy him some food and tell him, you know. You it's know, because you of the tear gas. This. You're really oh, upsetting your mom. You know, yeah. Shit. So uh, uh, we'll get to dog in a little bit because I guess he's about ready to to, to uh, bust this guy. Bringing that guy, <laughs> right? that guy, right? Yeah, he'll get him before. But um, um, anyway, getting back to Gavin here for uh, yeah. first here. So yeah, so he well, you know, Gavin's done a lot of interesting stuff, hasn't he? Uh, over the past week, yes. He anybody, anybody want to pick that one up? Oh my God, he's coming he's for our kids. He's saving our kids. Well, he's saving our kids. He's making schools safer. By mandating that all kids get the uh, COVID vaccine, um, mm-hmm. which uh, is a little bit more dangerous percentage-wise than getting COVID. So Yeah, which is actually crazy. COVID for kids is less dangerous than the vaccine, yeah. apparently. Because, yeah. um, you know, he says he wants it to be part of the, the group of 10 vaccines that the kids get. You know, and so I didn't realize they got like, oh, ten vaccines. I yeah. didn't. Even, I never counted them. They do, but you know these have been around for years. They've been clinically tested properly. Yes, for true. years, for years and years. Yeah, but they want our kid to get an emergency clearance vaccine from Pfizer that they say is safe. Experimental, right? Experimental. But it, Let's call it what it is. It hasn't gone through all the rigorous testing because it's yep. an emergency vaccine. And also, all of us have learned that the apparently the vaccine doesn't do anything. Because a lot of people are still catching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a big percentage of healthcare 
workers who refuse to get the vaccine. Yeah, because they've seen what it could do. Yes, you know, which is suspicious. Uh, yeah, New York just fired, I think, 70,000 doctors and nurses because they refused to get the vaccine. And so they know something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not wow. giving it to my uh, kid. I did talk about, I think on this show, I know somebody that works for Pfizer. She says a lot of Pfizer employees are refusing to get the vaccine. Interesting. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, that's very interesting. You know, I, I wish, though, unfortunately, you know... I, either news doesn't cover it, or I wish these people would come out and talk about why they're not doing it. Some, you know? I've seen some um, interviews where nurses have come out, and they like would carry a little camera around. And Oh, I saw that yeah. one. I did oh, see that one. Wait, I'll tell you why you're not seeing yeah. anything about it. Because we, might have talked about on the show last time. we don't have any free um, media anymore. Free well, speech. yeah, I'll, I'll tell you exactly. Is that because both YouTube, face, well, both, all three, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter have banned all content. This is 100%. This is true. Banning all content that they deem spreads vaccine misinformation. Wow. It's automatically taken down. So, you yeah. know. So anything, honestly, if I, uh, this podcast—that's what I was thinking. If we yeah. post it on YouTube, it will not. It yeah. will not be on. Well, yeah, because it's that's an funny. automatic ban. Well, I, some some guys that I listen to on YouTube, they'll they'll call it like Kofifi, or they call it different names. They have to say different names. Yep, because and, otherwise, yeah. And you'll notice on Instagram, people will use letters and symbols, but even those, I mean, they're smart. They're you know. Here, they here's a, the thing, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about with the apartment and choice and how things, and you know, Max, you're talking about how things. We were saying, well, things will just work themselves out, right? Right. So if this vaccine was so great and so wonderful for everyone, and everyone should get it, don't you think that they should just let that work? itself out i don't see do we know of any hospitals i mean people dying in the streets uh, the hospitals bulging or people jump you know basically falling out of the window because there's so many patients with covid that are dying right now i mean it has affected a lot of people i'm not going to deny that my point here though is that i don't think the people that it's affected compared to the people that get it and recover I mean, it's very, very small, the people that get truly affected. Because my kids are like, uh, they're in the prime range for Gavin Newsom's dictate. They're 13 and 15. Okay. And um, for them to be able to go to school, like after, possibly after the winter break, they might not be able to unless they have the vaccine. Because it could be enacted that soon, but that's why I'm hoping someone you know gets challenged in the court because I don't really want to get them vaccinated. Yes, kids because they've been exposed to it and they've had it and they had no ill effects at all, and for the vaccine yeah. could mess them up. Well, my daughter, my daughter is is in first grade, and and I, you know I don't that she would be the next round. Yeah. that would have to get it, and I don't want her getting an experimental vaccine. Right. That she doesn't need. But it's either it's that not affecting school. that age range. I mean, you have the case once in a while that, that it does for some reason. They should investigate those and not worry about the people that are recovered, mm-hmm. right. you know, and just let them live their lives. Um, but here we go again. So, you know, Mr. Gruesome is yeah, gruesome, once again, like you know, going to dictate and mommy and daddy us and yeah. tell us and what they're doing is what like coming to do. after our kids. You know, you come after me. I don't care. I'm fine. I'm older. I'll take the goddamn vaccine. But, um, you know, you come after my kids. I start getting a little pissed because I don't want them to have it because I even fought with my doctor. He wanted them to have it. And I said, no, I'm are not you serious? Yeah, my doctor was just raising a big fuss. Why? This is the thing. Why are they so? Why do you think they're so oh. adamant about injecting? I mean, once you guys can keep yeah. on going, I'll be right, right back. Sure. Why are they so adamant about injecting children with this stuff? 
that is unproven and that's not needed? Why do you think? I mean, just, it's just I know because, what I think, but okay, I want to hear what you think. Well, well no, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's about control. I mean, obviously, yeah. I it's mean, about control. It's also about money. Pfizer's making sure, a bunch yeah. of money, and you know, these politicians are part of that. Yeah, they're making money with it too, and they don't get the in insider trading. You know, they're all exempt from these insider trading laws. Uh, in other words, I'm sure they all have oh, yeah. big stocks in these in these if companies. Not, other friends will take care of them that are in yeah. politics. But oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, but go ahead. So, oh, oh hey. are we on a break here? We're gonna take a quick break, gotcha. guys. We have a studio tech coming in. We'll be right all back. Right. We got more Vax talk. Vax talk. Coffee. Mm. All right, guys, the tech has come and gone. Yeah. He has fixed our technical issues. We had a lot of, you know, machines whirring and radio broadcast signals yeah. getting clogged. They're fixed. Well, that reel-to-reel, that, uh, -reel, that old tape machine, you know. Yeah, I think. yeah it's all <laughs> that good. we record our shows on, you know. It's a good thing. We don't want that to go down. <laughs> and the AP wire is working right again. Now. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we got that. <laughs> we got that going. So, yeah, we were just, just to close out, we were talking about vaccines the last segment and, uh, you know, and these mandates. Um, any final closing thoughts on that, uh, Stu? I know you're yeah, pretty um, strong here. We need to rebel and save our children. Re, what rebuilds? What'd you say? Rebel. rebel oh, rebel. Rebellion. <laughs> time to rebel and rebuild. Yeah. To do Take not comply. Right. Do That's comply. the. I like yes. that. Well, you know what? What is the recourse? That's that would be the question. And I guess everybody is. Is everybody just waiting around for somebody else to do something? Let's have everyone pull their kids out of school and homeschool. You know what was funny? That's what's going to happen? Real, real quick. Uh, just I, I was thinking of protest, but you know what was funny? I just I'll just take this real quick. Um, little bit that I heard that over in New York, and I think in Staten Island they had a MAGA protest i guess against uh mandated vaccines right and then i also heard that uh somewhere i can't remember somewhere else there too in new york blm was protesting uh mandated vaccines yeah so i thought to my i'm thinking you know what this could be this could be the one the mm -hmm. one topic that gets people together blm yeah. and maga people that well, would be awesome might I, be getting together to protest yeah. uh, mandated vaccines what this, do you think well i just Maybe. I, I just want to kind of, the tangent, I just wanted to re, uh, see if anybody realized that the BLM uh, movement has kind of disappeared. You guys noticed that? It was everywhere. Mm. And it probably has a lot to do with the fact that they found out that they were all embezzling a bunch of money and buying giant homes. Oh. You guys notice all that? And all the money that was donated to them disappeared. Oh, not Black Lives Matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, really? I haven't seen that story on YouTube or Facebook or <laughs> Is this? Is yeah. This, so okay. opens up about its finances. They committed twenty one point seven million dollars in fraud. Um, where's the money? Nobody Ooh. can find the money. Um, Ninety million dollars went missing. Ninety million. Um, you know, Mickey Mouse didn't tell me about this when I watched the news. <laughs> so they're burying this story. Behind you know how they are socialists. You know they're they're you know they say they're they're trained Marxists. You guys mm. know that one, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, they say like they call themselves trained Marxists. The founder Patrice Coolers has resigned because um, it found out that she has a trained Marxist and is all about you know we can't sharing the wealth, sharing the wealth, all of that yeah. good stuff. How she owns um, multiple million dollar real Are estate. Are you serious? Oh yeah, she snagged four high end homes for three point two million in the U S. alone. She has a resort. Um, she owns uh, beachfront properties in between five and twenty million. She purchased another one point million, 
The self-described Marxist last month purchased a $1.4 million home on a secluded road in Malibu. Are you kidding? Um, so all of this fun stuff Where happened. Where did all this money come from? I wonder where it went, especially yeah, you- since all that $90 million went. Poof. How how come, how is it that uh, protesting or social justice now has become such a big industry uh, and they can make so much money? I, You know. It's crazy, man. What? <laughs> yeah, her wife, uh, the co-founder of BLM Canada, also, um, they have another, when they have their money too, wife has additional multiple homes all over the place as well. They're, they're to house the protesters, right? It's really yeah. are it's they giving really them to crazy. the people? These homes are they buying them and giving them to the people? It's insane! Wow. Uh, so, so what are we talking here? Scam, scam alert! Oh my gosh! I mean, just constantly. This is what yeah. Marxism is. They convince Always. people that we need to share the wealth. It's not fair that there's rich people and poor people, and then the people at the top just get really rich. And the rest of well, us. they they use the they use the poor people to put them in power, and then once they're in power, what do they do? They just do the same thing that that people yeah. in power have done. They do forever. worse. There's less people that have money. They have all the money, and yeah. they just and the rest the, of us live in our bungalows and and eat the government bread, and get our shots, lines, get our twenty yeah. shots a day, and they just and do what it. they complain that the evil white man does. Mm-hmm. They do so. It's just like yeah. I guess power just corrupts. <laughs> she says that uh, she was she's very upset with the media because quote. The focus on her homes has taken away from where the focus should be, ending white supremacy. <laughs> How about ending uh, her supremacy? <laughs> she's in a country right now where she's got multi-million dollar homes, right, apparently, and she's talking about white supremacy. I mean, this is this is bonkers. Right. Uh, insane. Something tells me she didn't make all this money herself working at McDonald's. Yeah, what, what did she do? What did she do before BLM, do we know? Uh, she's been a she's been a, a move. She does movements. It's been you know like uh, community she's organizing. She's been a community organizer yeah. the whole time. Jason Whitlock. Mm. You guys know Jason Whitlock. Yeah, he was, he was on my paper out when I was a kid. <laughs> he was a sports guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Jason Whitlock. Yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's been on uh, your buddy uh, Ruben there. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Ruben Report. I watched. Uh, yeah, watch so that, Jason yeah. Whitlock's great. Um, he points out that the places she lives, she has a lot of options of where to live. Um, she chose the whitest places in California. <laughs> She'll have her pick of white cops and white people to complain about. Wow. Um, anyways. Well, see, I mean, this is the disconnect. And I think, you know, people just love to follow. Wait, they have a quote from Newsom on there. Oh, what does Newsom right say? Newsom says, um, uh, actually, what does he say here? No, this is, this is not, this is Hawk Newsom. Oh, Hawk oh, Newsom. Hawk the head of BLM New York City. Uh, he has a Wait, knee at the Hawk end. Newsom, isn't he the cousin of... Uh, <laughs> Gavin, Gavin, Gavin Newsom with their uh, aunt Pelosi there. Yeah, he actually together. says, this is actually from the BLM New York. He says, if you go around calling yourself a socialist, you have to ask how much of her own personal money is going to charitable causes. Mm. It's really sad because it makes people doubt the validity of the movement and overlook the fact that it's the people that carry this movement. Um, no, but you give, you carry it by giving your money to a lady who takes it all and buys homes. Anyways, I didn't mean to yeah. get off track. No, that's all right. That was, that was an interesting little bit. That's yeah. a good buried news. Story. Well, yeah. you know, may, maybe that's yeah. why, hey, maybe that's even more force. It would be funny if, if the, the true people that really have Wait, put that picture back of uh, uh, newsom does yes. he not look like like if you just drew horns out of his forehead oh, oh he yeah would. he yeah. would just be like what a costume of satan would made look his like. face a little bit redder yeah, yeah he would just look like yeah. the devil. i think he's gonna be the next hellboy i mean right? that would be if you had a mask of the devil 
That's what you would do. It would just paint it a little bit more red. Not even much more red. <laughs> he is pretty just red in there. slightly more red and put horns out of the forehead. Well, the reason I'm all red is because uh, people won't listen to me. We need more shots, people. <laughs> more shots. Everyone's getting a shot. Hey, Gavin, where's your heart at? It's black as night, black as peach. Blacker <laughs> than your darkest wish. Uh, yeah, I have a no, story that I found on CNET. What's your story here? Yeah, the title says, Misinformation has pushed American democracy to the brink. Uh-oh. Former CISA chief says, The erosion in confidence in democracy could be potentially catastrophic. This is from Chris Krebs, who was the former CISA chief. Okay, so misinformation and propaganda continue to erode a disastrous amount of the public's confidence in the American electric system, says Chris Krebs, former director of the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. We're at a potentially catastrophic moment right now in terms of democracy, Krebs said Monday during a panel discussion. He noted that in addition to facing misinformation threats from countries including Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran, the U.S. has seen the Republican Party move away from the last 250 years of how we've elected people. Krebs, who oversaw the election security during the 2020 presidential election, was fired from his post by President Donald Trump in November, right after the election. He now runs a consultancy with former Facebook Chief Security Officer Alex Stamos, and he serves on the Aspen Institute Commission formed to study the impact of misinformation and disinformation in the U.S. At CISA, Krebs ran government website debunking false claims of election fraud. His firing received backlash from cybersecurity and lawmakers. So this guy was in charge of the security of the election. Hmm. Uh, there was wide speculation of election fraud. And he's now saying... He's that it's disinformation. I wonder why he would have the. Um, I wonder why he would have it in his best interest to say that it's disinformation calling the election false. He also makes a stupid claim saying that the Republican Party is moving away from the last 250 years of how we've elected people. Mm. Have we been mailing out ballots to every single American <laughs> for the last 250 years, That's even though they didn't request yeah. it? Have we been mailing out multiple ballots to dead people, to people who don't live at their addresses anymore? Mm. Have we been, you know, yep. has well, that been happening e for 250 years? Even before electricity, did they have electronic voting machines that they were using 250 no, years ago? That we know uh, America should be about democracy, one vote per one person. It should not be about uh, no checks and just we have no idea how many uh, votes somebody actually got. Because multiple ballots were mailed out. Show um, your ID, this people. This happened in the recall yeah, exactly. election. We've talked about how I put my ballot in the mail and never got confirmation that it was counted. Uh, most of us here did happened to us the same way. Um, every Democrat I know got confirmation right away. Um, my wife also didn't get uh, confirmation that her mm. ballot got received. So she called and said, how come I haven't got confirmation? You know what they told her? Oh, just go vote on the day of the election. Mm. And then if we figure out that you voted twice, we'll just we'll take care of it. That's literally what they told wow. her. So how many people did that? How many people went and voted twice or three times? Uh, and then did they figure it out? Doubt it. So this idiot claiming that there's misinformation about election fraud, uh, he got fired because he didn't do his job well enough. And now he's trying to yeah. throw it back at us that it's disinformation. I say good for those people who are suspicious about the election security and the, and the validity of, of elections right now in America. Um, because if you can't tell me that my vote is being counted only once 
and or that my vote is even being counted at all. Uh, I don't trust the election system. And if that erodes the confidence of the American democracy, it needs to be eroded and something else needs to be taken care of and needs to be changed. It's like that old joke, yeah. vote early and vote often. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> don't talk to me about how the Republican Party is moving away from how that's the stupidest comment. That idiot, you just that he proves himself an idiot. That's not how elections have been done for 250 years. Well, and I think you know the problem is, is that I, I love how when it doesn't fit everybody's narrative, they don't want people to ask questions. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I mean, we should be asking questions mm -hmm. of everything, everything that's going on. That that's why you have healthy dialogue, and that's the way you know. Uh, but uh, I love how people are just like, no, it's all conspiracy, and I prove conspiracy wrong. They can't prove it, mm -hmm. but I prove I prove that it's false, and let's move on. Yeah, and it's you know. disinformation if it doesn't agree with uh, what you're trying to push. Uh, and so uh, that I just saw that and made me laugh, made me a little bit angry. Uh, Chris Krebs. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Call it, call in, why don't you call in and explain to us why that's uh, eroding American democracy. How about your shady election tactics or, is, or why American democracy is being uh, in your revision eroded? History. Yeah. Um, I found another interesting story this week. I hadn't heard about this. Professor at UCLA was suspended for not giving black students an easier final exam. Uh, he was put on leave. He's now ah. suing UCLA. He eventually got his job back. Um, but this happened after the, the George Floyd um, debacle, which, of course, nobody here is debating. That was an awful tragedy. Mm -hmm. And everybody involved should have been and has been I think arrested or should be arrested. I don't even actually remember at all the cops, but one of them was arrested. Um, he said, uh, you know, he was fired. He, he eventually got his job back. But what happened was since this happened, he was making most of his money um, consulting law firms and, and things like that. Mm. And he's lost all that income. Mm. All right. Um, and uh, so that's what he's, he's suing the, the, um, university for and Jeez. so he received an email from a student a non-black student asking that klein grade the black students with greater leniency in the wake of floyd's death and civil unrest that followed we are writing to express our tremendous concern about the impact of this final exam and project will have on the mental and physical health of our black classmates the student wrote the student whose name was not released then requested a no harm final exam meaning that it would only count if it helped the student's grade Klein said that while he supports the university's equity, diversity, and inclusion agenda that the student used to make his case, he felt that the agenda violated the California's constitution prohibition of race-based preferences in public education. The professor added that he was shocked by the student's email and felt it was deeply patronizing and offensive to the same black students claimed that the student was claiming so much to care about. In response, the... Uh, Klein emailed the student and asked, are there any students that may be of mixed parentage, such as half black, half Asian, what do you suggest I do with respect to them, a full concession or just half? Also, do you have any idea of if students are from Minneapolis? I suppose that they are probably especially devastated as well. I'm thinking that a white student from there might possibly be even more devastated by this, especially because some might think that they're racist even if they are not. Mm -hmm. And um, so he thought that would take care of it. But uh, within uh, by that evening, the UCLA students and a petition with 20,000 signatures circulated demanding that he be fired. Um, so what do you guys think about this? Brings up oh, a point. boy. Now, you said this happened, though, right after the in, the Floyd incident, correct? It was the same. Yeah, it was in 2020. 2020 See, there's yeah. a huge possibility of a backlash to where if um, it's 
got out that professors give black students easier tests. Mm -hmm. Businesses won't want to hire black people because they're underqualified. That's already happening. That's been a, that's. Yeah, there's. A I don't under. Okay, the, all of these things that have been pushed by mostly liberal agendas um, have hurt the black community, and I think it's on purpose. I think it goes all the way back to when the Democrats were the party of the KKK, um, and they put in place these social constructs to make um, African Americans more dependent on the government, less uh, dependent on their own families. Um, and I think they're still trying to push that. And I don't know in their minds if they think they're being racist, but it is racist to say that an African-American student needs an easier test. Right, because it's saying easier that African-Americans are not as smart as whites, right, which right. is garbage because like Daniel Carver, guy who invented um, peanut butter. Mm -hmm. No, was that? George Washington Carver. George Washington George Carver. Washington Sorry, Carver Daniel yeah. Carver, someone else. George Washington Carver, man of peanut butter, he invented a lot of other things. Like the guy who invented dry cleaning was a black man. It's just African-Americans are as smart. It's mm -hmm. just they just want a baby. You know, I don't know what they're doing, but they just don't believe in them as much as they should. Exactly. Um, right. I understand, well, well, and I understand that um, a student might be, after a tragedy, I understand that the George Floyd was... Uh, a huge tragedy and it could have impacted a student and that student might not have been like i really just am I, i'm emotionally wrecked i feel like it would have been the, the the responsibility of that student to go to the professor and be like you know i i just i need some time off or yeah. this or that case yeah, by case basis case by case basis that happens all the time i mean that happens yeah. you have a parent that dies and you're like i have a final exam tomorrow um and my parent just died professor's deal with that you know what i mean um but to say that all black students need a, an easier test a probably is illegal to say like i mean what if i like he made the point what if i'm a white student who was horribly upset by the george floyd killing you know what if i was you know i mean it it just doesn't make any sense other race to yeah yeah to to make your grading policy based on the color of somebody's skin well and the other thing that would that would be an interesting question too is that you know do the students or the parents that are paying for these educations do they know what's that this is going on too and mm -hmm. what do they think about that paying money you know finding out that even even uh, uh, students of color paying money finding out that well maybe people aren't going to look at my degree you know because they think that I got an easier test, just like you guys said. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of questions here mm -hmm. and none of them good. <laughs> uh, I already, I, there's articles that talk about um, the backfiring of, um, oh gosh, my, my brain is failing me. What's it called? Uh, affirmative action. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. how Big affirmative one. action has actually hurt a lot of the minorities that it's supposed to help. Sure. Yeah. Um, because they get put into um, colleges and universities, and they're not, they get put there because of the color of their skin, not because of their um, actual um, readiness to perform at that level. Mm. Um, and many of them end up dropping out. And then it's like, oh, affirmative action has actually helped um, women more than it's helped minorities, or you know, I don't know. I, I mean, think about that. You take somebody and you give them something just because of the color of their skin, not because of their um, preparation you know, to, to, to do the job or to perform. So it's setting them up for failure. You know what I mean? It's like, why do you want to set up somebody for failure? Now, what needs to happen, 
and I totally agree, is education needs to change at the lowest levels. And the problem really does go back to some racist policies like redlining, um, where they divided cities up and here's where the minorities are going to live, here's where the whites are going to live, mm. here's where the money's going to be. So businesses would see a redlined map and say like, well, we're not going to start a business where all the poor people live. We'll start it, you know, where the white people live. Yeah. So, and there's, there's still a echoing of this in, in modern day where um schools clovis unified is a good example clovis unified is not all white i mean there's a lot of minorities now that live in clovis but it is middle class the clovis schools get a lot of tax dollars Mm -hmm. right the fresno schools are in the poor neighborhoods they're funded by less tax dollars they have you know not as good facilities um and so there is this uh inequity in in education um and but the the funny thing is that teacher unions fight to keep this inequity because mm. one of the solutions is school choice, right? That was going to say, this could all go schools, away. You give those people who are living in poor neighborhoods, hey, here's an awesome school. It's a charter school. You can go to it. You can get a better education. And the teacher unions are fighting against that. They're, they would say, no, you have to stay at your public school. It doesn't matter if it's um, impacted, it's got bad teachers, doesn't have good resources. You have to stay there, um, which goes against helping poor people, I forget skin color, just people that live in the poor neighborhoods and have and don't have as good schools. Yeah. They're stuck there, you know, if the teacher unions get their way. So um, mm. it, it it makes no sense. I, I think that is the true um, path forward to they talk about equity. Um, first of all, it's impossible to make everyone equal. There's no such thing as equal outcomes. There never will be unless you take away all our yeah. liberties and force it upon us. Um, which they're probably trying to do. Um, but there should be equity in, in terms of equal opportunities, equal opportunity to education, you know, stuff like that. So there's ways to do it, but the very people who say they're fighting for that are fighting against um, actual solutions to it, which, which yeah, makes they seem me to throw up roadblocks to yeah. actually uh, achieve that. Yeah. I mean, I thought, yeah, why aren't the schools getting, I mean, why, why shouldn't they get all the same tax money? Right. Even if it's in a different neighborhood, okay, but, you know. That's one solution is to redistribute the tax money. You put it all in a pot and you yeah, redistribute exactly. it equally. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets, gets it equally, you know. And, and, but an easier solution, that, that could happen, but an easier solution is we have charter it, schools. Yeah, great well, schools that can serve those communities. The problem mm-hmm. with doing the tax money equally, though, is it doesn't, it doesn't promote good schools. That's the thing about school choice is that really does promote good mm. schools. Because Going back to choice, remember that we talked about it yeah, earlier. Yeah, because if you have school apartments. choice, if you're at a bad school with bad teachers or whatever, well, just pick up and go to a different school. You know, if everything's just equal, you're going to have whole areas with just bad schools, and we're going to be in the exact same place we are now, where certain areas are just going to have crappy schools, and that's it's it. It's economics. It's competition. Right. If school wants to survive, they have to get be better. Be a good school. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But if they don't get the money, they can't fund themselves to get better. It's kind of like where you had to put a cap on baseball salaries because other teams couldn't compete. No, I agree. I, 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 I'm not against, um, I'm not necessarily against what the equaling out uh, tax money to different schools. I'm not necessarily, Max seems like he's against that. I, I'm for both solutions. I'm for opening it up for school choice. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm for making sure schools, um, get the funding they need right. to perform. And you're right about charter schools because a lot of charter schools really hit a demographic that are neglected by traditional schools. It's all, right. of, okay, Marty and I work for a charter school. <laughs> Almost all of our mm-hmm. students are coming from schools that have poor test scores, 
they're coming in and the average student is reading I'm low, not even kidding. Low. They're reading yeah. like at third grade level. Yep. Second, yep. Third, second yeah. third grade and level. Should be How at, are these kids going to succeed in the future? These so they should be at what? They're, they're reading at second or third grade. But they these should are, be reading at high school level. Oh, these are high school, school kids. Yeah, so okay. my yeah. wife actually teaches literacy at that place. Oh, she, and she teaches at, her, at the charter school too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> surprise. Oh, wow. And... Uh, <laughs> So she, uh, you know, she has a lot of students who are in their 20s who are at, you know, third grade level. Mm. And here's the thing, though. The way that, you know, the, the world kind of works is you just kind of, you get it. Imagine you, you pass because you pass that English class. And then now you go into your free two years of college because they can't look at GPAs. And now you're in the real world. You have a college degree and you still don't know how to read well. But that's because we've set up a system where... We can't say that things are bad anymore. We can't and you know, say. I think it's on yeah. purpose. I think it's. I literally think it's insidious because what does a person have to do? Well, it is. They have to turn to mama and dad of government. To yeah, take no, care it is. Of them. It's on purpose. Courageous socialism. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: if it's want. not on purpose, then you have to imagine that everybody who makes laws are just completely incompetent, right? So that's the trick. Like I always go, okay, like this is such bad policy, which means they are either completely incompetent which means how do they get that far, which is just shocking, or they're actually very smart. And mm-hmm. they're implementing they're, and, and it's by design. And yeah. it's by design. Oh. Yeah. Now, it's harder for me to believe that they're just so incompetent that you know everybody at the top in the government are just like, doo, 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 I don't know how to read and know that this yeah. is a bad policy. Like, that can't be the case. So it has to be the other one, which is, much, uh, which is far um, uh, worse. Wow, what a great... I have to inject this real quick. I'm very sorry for confusing Daniel Carver, who was a guest on Howard Stern multiple (laughs) times, with George Washington Carver, who was a genius in crop rotation. Okay, Marty brings... Look at that. Somebody did my... my, That is the mask you would wear for Halloween. That's it. If you wanted to be Satan. That's the new Halloween. It's Gavin uh, Newsom. Buy uh, Gavin Newsom mask. (laughs) Paint it slightly redder and put horns on your forehead. You will look really. Yeah, pretty much him. Did you make that, Max? I just made it during oh, the uh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta post <laughs> I'll post that. it. Um, uh, wait, we, wait. W- one thing that Marty brought up, and I know we gotta go, is you can look back at history, and there was a, a time in history where African Americans, blacks, even people who were former slaves, were doing incredible, incredible things. They were in government. They were making inventions. They had strong family units. Mm-hmm. And it, it started to break apart when when the agenda came in to well, let's, let's throw money at them. Yeah, let's, they, they had more opportunity. And I think yeah. now it's like there's still those people there. It's just that the opportunity. Uh, and they don't have to try as hard. The like, difference oh, is, is that there was a time it, when that it was people, on purpose. There, we, there it, was a time that people fought for minorities to have the same freedoms as everybody same else, liberties, equal same rights. liberties, equal yes. rights, and said, now you have them. We're all on our own. Let's make it happen. Right. You're on your own, just like me, because they believed the time they fought because they believed that minorities had the same um, capabilities and ability as themselves, right? As yeah. as the non, as as the majority or the or the white people, they really believe that. Well, it's but what true. Happened, everybody is equal. It's right. Like, everybody has a exactly. Equal start. But that was the belief at the time. So we yeah. were willing to like at the time we came from a world. And keep in mind, this is something that's really hard to remember: is that before the United States, it was the only country where slavery we decided to end. Like that was a new idea, right? There was. Mm-hmm. 
it's hard to imagine because we've lived in it. America was an experiment. There was no place before America that said there is no ruler that just rules over us. It was the first time this happened where we set up a government the people ran. It never happened before. Mm. And at the yeah. time, even then, they wrote all people were equal. Now, it took them a while to make that happen. But once they did, they were they, they, we believed in it. However, as soon as you stop believing that and you actually start believing, oh, you know, a certain type of person can't really take care of themselves, you then start, of course, crafting things that diminish their ability. Mm-hmm. You know, it diminishes, uh, well, not their actual ability, but at least the, the process to do that, um, which is what happens with so many things you've talked about. You know, you, I was kind of quiet for a little bit there because I was working on this Gavin Newsom photo. But um, <laughs> you had brought up... Um, uh, 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 the college, what my mind just went blank. UCLA, the, uh, no, no, being able to affirmative action. Affirmative action. Oh. Think about this. If somebody came up to me and said, Hey, Max, you got into college. Do you know why you got into college? And I said, Yeah, because I'm, because I did well in my grades. I'm smart. And they said, How do you know? Because actually, Fresno State needed to bring in a certain amount of Middle Easterns. Hmm. And you're never going to know whether you were smart enough to do it or if yeah. they just had to bring you in. Oh, crap. Like, how – that's – that diminish that just like, – just if you can put yourself in that place, yeah. you now don't know and you'll never know if you got in because you worked your butt off or because they just had to put you in there. Like, that's just such a crappy feeling. Like, even just like, hey, you got chosen for my kickball team because I, <laughs> I like you. Or because the teacher told me I had to pick you. What's going to make you feel better? Yeah. So anyways, it's just, it's really, it, there's so many of these things that build um, uh, a thought process into culture that end up well, starting it, to diminish. It helps your self, self-worth. I mean, you know, to know that you've earned something compared to just being given something. I mean, that's right. just in anything in life, you know, when well, you earn and something. And the, the funny thing is, if you think about it, affirmative action didn't need to happen. What needed to happen was we needed to end the race, the racist policies that that universities had that oh, we're right. not going to uh enroll black students that was very racist yeah so you go to a college you say uh if you're if you are judging enrollment by the color of somebody's skin you know you're going to lose all your funding mm-hmm. that could happen but instead they went the opposite way they said you have to uh, judge enrollment by the color of somebody's skin. Right. <laughs> it was it was what stuff. we were talking about before. Instead of adding more policies, eliminate the original ones, right? Yeah. We always yeah. do that. We we have a bad policy and we go, well, we have to fix it with a new policy. No, no, you just eliminate the bad one. Um, we are over, guys. This We got into really deep stuff. But everybody who's listening, just tune into the next episode. Where you, can you post your picture? I want a poster yes, of Yes, you're going to check this out at uh, No Focus Radio. Dot com. We'll post this picture. Um, it is uh, Add it to Instagram, our Instagram page. Yeah, we'll get taken down, but it's fine. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so check out this. Uh, check out nofocusradio.com to check out um, the Gavin um, Devil mask Halloween, out, costume. Halloween costume. You can pick those up at um, acapellachocolate.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, so check us out, guys. Next uh, week, uh, next episode, it's, it's going to be so good. We have, I mean, we're talking... We're talking in and around Fresno. We're gonna manscaping. We're talking manscaping. Another another power segment. 
We're going to tell you about Halloween events coming in through town. Dodgers versus Giants, people. It's a lot. We're going to tell you about a U.S. post office tour you can Fresno take. State plays Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tune in. Uh, remember, five stars, appropriate number of stars. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Talk to you soon.